challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. Hey, before I dive into my topic for this week, let me urge you to sign up for the Great Man Digest. This is an email blast that goes out every week. It's got links, it's got articles, it's got quotes, it's got photos, it's got stuff that will encourage you in your journey toward great manhood. And you can sign up by going on to greatman.tv and you'll find the place to give us your email address. Now, we promise to keep that in confidence. We promise not to use it for any other purpose, but we will send you every week this digest that is encouraging so many men in their journey towards great manhood. Listen, this week, I want to talk to you about learning how to honor. And by that, I don't just mean living in honor in a military sense, but learning how to honor other people. I'm recording this right before the holidays in 2018, and it's very much on my mind. But let me tell you that I think that knowing how to extend honor is one of the great arts of manhood. Let me say that again. Knowing how to extend honor is one of the great arts of manhood. Now listen, I enjoy smack talk and competition among men as much as anybody else. I like the fact we gig each other. I like the fact we play. I like smack talk. I like clean locker room talk and fun competition and picking on each other a little bit. That's just the way men are. It's the way we nurture each other. It's the way we even lovingly correct each other. All of that is fine. But that can't be the only gear that we're in all the time. That can't be the only way we communicate all the time. What we have to also learn to do is to find what is honorable in the lives of others and note that, draw that out, describe that, commend it, uh, extol it to others. That's what extending honor means. And I got to tell you, it's an important part of manhood for a number of reasons. Let me run through these real quick. First of all, if you will develop the habit of looking for what's honorable, what's good, what's virtuous in another man's life and identifying it to him, celebrating it, commending it, commending it to others, extolling it to others, talking about it, uh, first of all, it ennobles your own soul. We can have a sourness of soul, particularly living in the age in which we live, where there's a lot of insult and a lot of putting people down and a lot of dishonoring. Uh, we can be sour. We can be negative. We can watch the news and gripe. We can read the news, read the newspapers, go through our day, be negative, be critical, be dark. And it's not the best for us. It damages us. We've even learned recently, science has told us that it's a, it's actually, it actually damages us biologically when we're constantly entertaining negative, dark, depressive thoughts. And so one of the good benefits of learning how to honor other people or honor things that are honorable and extol them and draw them out and commend them uh, is that uh, it ennobles our own souls. It changes our inner selves. It it causes us to focus on the positive. Uh, it causes us to look at other people, not just as someone to criticize, uh, not just as people to put down, 
uh, but but people from whom we can learn, people in whom there's something virtuous. Listen, uh, I'm a Christian, so I believe that everybody's made the image of God. And no matter what dark side is in people's lives, there's always something virtuous. There's always the spark of God. There's always something good in them. I can learn from everyone. I have learned from homeless guys on the street. I have learned from people I happened upon on airplanes. Uh, I have learned from people on television saying 98% stuff I don't agree with, but they said something that I could get, I could agree with and could extol and, or they did something virtuous with their lives. And, and I can learn from that and talk about it. So the, the thing that I want you to remember first is that learning to honor, learning to celebrate what's good in other people's lives, learning to, to commend the honorable, the noble, the virtuous, the high, the beautiful in somebody else's life uh, changes our own souls, causes us to focus on the positive, causes good things to be circulating in our souls, causes us to be thinking and meditating on high and noble things and not just the negative and the dark and the disappointing all the time. So it changes your soul. The other thing is that it draws out the best in others, and that's the kind of person you want to be. If you're going to, if you're going to really be a noble and virtuous man, then you want to call out the best in your children. You want to call out the best in your wife. You want to call out the best in the men around you. And so if we're going to really extend noble manhood in our generation, uh, we're going to have to learn how to summon the best in others. When I turn to a young man and I say, you know, you really have an amazing gift of such and such. And I want you to keep that in mind. I want you to use that to help other people. In fact, down the road, I can almost already envision you as and see you as a certain kind of person doing this or doing that or, you know, based on this gift that you have. I'll tell you what, I've talked that way to young men. You just couldn't, can't believe the way the light goes on in their eyes and they walk with more of a spring in their step and they're going around saying, wow, somebody really believes in me. Somebody sees something good in me. And for all I know, because I don't know these kids' backgrounds, could be the only time they hear anything like that. I mean, some homes are just constant criticism and negative. I, I don't know what these kids are hearing. But I'll tell you what, even with my older friends, even with my friends who have other good friends around them and good homes and what have you, you know, when I say, man, I, I love the gift of encouragement in you. You just see what people, you just tell people what they need to hear to really live better lives. And it's amazing the way you find the right thing to say all the time. I, I hope you'll build on that and really use that for, for noble purposes. I mean, you just, I've had guys cry. I've had guys just hug me and say, I, I didn't, didn't even know I had anything like that. Nobody's ever said anything like that to me. It's part of calling out the best in other people. It's call, part of summoning their gifts. If you'll identify in them the good, the virtuous, the noble, the useful, the helpful, the empowering, the things that are good about them. I'll tell you the other thing too, and you've heard me say this before, this is number three on my little list, is that every man wants to create a culture around him of noble manhood. That's, what, that, that's your goal. Yeah, you want to live it individually. Uh, yeah, you want to help others live it out and call it out in other men. But, but your goal is to create a culture around you of noble manhood. Now, remember, our definition of culture is what is encouraged to grow. A culture, we're not talking about symphony and arts and dance now. We're talking about the kind of culture that is more biological culture, what grows in a Petri dish. So uh, a culture is is comprised of what is encouraged to grow. If I have a, let's say I have a home and it's all angry and negative and harsh and threatening and almost violent, well, that's a certain culture. Certain things are encouraged to grow in that home. 
Well, what every man, what every great man wants to do is he wants to have a culture growing around him of encouragement and noble manhood and strength and valor and heroism and all of those kinds of things. And so you're honoring of the good in people, your honoring of the noble and the virtuous, your ability to call it out, your ability to celebrate it, your ability to commend it. Uh, it builds around you a culture of noble manhood. Uh, your, your, your kids will want to revel in it. Your wife will draw from it. Um, your friends will draw from it. You, you just build it. It's, it's the way you talk. It's the way you relate. Um, I work very hard at this. I mean, if I'm sitting, if I'm standing with five guys in the lobby of a hotel, for example, um, I want, I want to just, I want them to be able to feed from my life. I want to be able to talk to them in a way that other people draw near and are, and are, and are fed and, and, and that, that virtuous noble manhood, great manhood is encouraged. And I want to tell you that this doesn't have to be weird. You don't have to stop and suddenly go, you know, Shakespearean or King James Bible on people. Even barely, I see in your soul. You don't have to do that kind of thing. Um, you can just say, man, I love the way you do that. I love the way that you do such and such. You know, I mean, I, I can think of a thousand different examples. Um, you know, I'm, I'm talking to a friend and he says, well, you know, I, I, I really think that you might consider doing so-and-so. And I'll just, I'll just turn to him and say, you know, gosh, you just, you have such practical wisdom for me all the time. I love that gift in your life, man. I just, just don't ever let that die. I always keep that going. And that may be the end of it. We may, we may go our separate ways or might not see him for a week or might be time to turn and eat the hamburgers. I don't know. It doesn't have to be a weird moment. You don't have to stop and break into a, you know, like a stage play or something, but just affirm and just call out and just honor and of course, if you if you do it publicly, you know, at corporate events or banquets or whatever, that's that's a more formal kind of honoring. But learn how to honor what's good and those around you, and build a culture. The other thing too is that, and this is number four, it embeds these virtues, it embeds these values and these examples in the next generation. I love it when young men, I watch all the time, young men, I'll be talking to a couple, let's say I've spoken at a big men's event and there are a lot of young guys there. So now I'm standing in the lobby, I'm shaking hands, I'm saying hi. And a couple of my friends gather around and I just start saying, man, could you believe it? Doesn't he have a gift of that? That, that just, that just, you know, breathes into all of us. And I start talking about maybe some guy who's spoken or, or some story that was told or, or something in the life of a person who was near me. And I notice that the young men kind of create closer. They want to hear. They want to know. Maybe they've never had noble manhood modeled in their life. Maybe they've never heard anybody talk this way before. And I'm not putting on, I'm not acting strange. I'm still sitting there drinking my Diet Coke and just talking to the guys. But uh, young men are eager to hear. Their souls are hungry for examples and stories. And how does it work out? And what's the what's the practical side of what you've talked about on stage? And, and I'll just pull them in and say, hey, man, come on in here. Listen up to us. Listen up to what we're saying put my arm around them, uh, let them talk, let them listen. You know, and sometimes I'm standing there talking to maybe a general who's just spoken or, or maybe a Navy SEAL and the young guys are all in awe, you know, and, and they're, they're drawing in, they're trying to hear our conversation, but they don't want to intrude. I'll just pull them in and say, you got any questions for Bob here? He's, he's experienced some things the rest of us haven't. And before long, you got a 14 year old with his eyes agape, um, listening to a ex Navy SEAL uh, or maybe a current Navy SEAL. And, uh, and listen to that man talk about lessons of manhood. And I got to tell you that, that just that honoring process, 
um, is so huge. And I'll turn to my son, you know, my son's in his thirties. I'll turn to my son and say, man, I was so impressed with what JT did the other day, or I was so impressed with Brett, or I was so impressed with so-and-so, or, or I, I heard a story the other day, listen to what this guy did with his father. And, and it just, you know, I don't, I'm not expecting a big reaction. I'm not expecting him to start weeping or shouting or, you know, whatever, you know, dad, I love you. That, you know, it may not be a big moment. Um, but you just constantly embedding that in the next generation. That's what we're meant to be doing. But I'll tell you the thing that, that excites me as much as any of, of this is that we are in our world today grappling for a definition of noble manhood. Um, we are grappling, we are in a battle really over what defines what is manhood. And you know, we have a lot of what people call toxic masculinity, and we have other definitions that are competing. We've got all kinds of weird blurrings and blendings and, and so on of different genders and what have you. But the more we honor what is honorable, the more we talk about uh, what's good in another man's life, the more we tell stories uh, out, of, out of the honorable parts of the lives that we know about or read about or hear about, um, and, and the, the more we extol those and just speak them out into the air, speak them at a dinner table, uh, tell our friends about them, put them in our blogs, uh, put, summarize them in a tweet, whatever, whatever we can do to just put it out in the atmosphere of this generation, we are helping to define uh, from a virtuous and noble perspective what great manhood is. Like I say, we're in a tug of war in this generation. Uh, or maybe maybe we're trying to fill the vacuum is a better way to say it, but we're trying to put into this generation what noble manhood is. Your ability to honor what's good and true and virtuous about manhood and about what's in the lives of other men helps to build that body of lore, helps to build that body of story, helps to bring that to the fore in our generation. Listen, take a moment when this podcast is done and examine your own background from that perspective. Uh, how were you raised? How did your father, if he was in the home, relate to you? How did the males around you relate to you? What kind of culture? Was it cutting and harsh and critical and negative and dark and, and, and always threatening? Or, or, or was there virtue? And then uh, start honoring what you can of those around you. Start honoring your father. I've told you stories before about a friend of mine um, who, whose father is in prison, but he still found something to honor of that man and ended up building a legacy upon it. Find what's honorable. What about your friends? What about those in your family? What about those that you'll be spending the holidays with? What can you honor? And again, don't be weird about it. Don't suddenly cut into the dinner conversation and, you know, speak Shakespearean or something. Just start to figure out a way to turn to a guy and say, man, I love that about you. I really respect the way you do so-and-so. I, you, You're so wise or you're so smart about this kind of thing. Or I, I love the patience that you show. It's unbelievable what changes in the life of a person when somebody just honors what they can about their soul. And by the way, like I say, everybody's flawed. Everybody's a little crazy. Uh, nobody's going to be 100% honorable, but you're finding what you can in their lives and their soul to affirm, and then the noble will grow. So build a culture of honor around you. Build, a, Learn how to honor people. Let's make that a verb. Let's be honoring people. Honor them and do the things I'm describing here where you think about those in your world and you extol, you celebrate, you commend, you put your finger on in a positive way what's good and virtuous and noble. It will change you. 
It will change those around you. It will build a culture of noble manhood in your life, and it will help us in our battle for great manhood in this generation. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group Production.